Before we get to this episode, just to say thanks to everyone who's bought my new book, Champion Thinking, How to Find Success Without Losing Yourself. Published by Bloomsbury, the response has been terrific. It's an Amazon bestseller. It's been top 20 in the airport charts consistently, and the reviews have been terrific right across the board. And if you like this episode that you're about to hear on Flow, you'll be sure to enjoy Champion Thinking. Head to my website, simonmundy.com or Amazon, Waterstone, Smiths, places like that to get your copy. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome to this bite-sized episode of the Life Lessons podcast with me, Simon Mundy, in which I take one nugget from one of my previous conversations and have a closer look. This clip is from my chat with Caitlin Jenner when I went to her house in Malibu for a chat. And the lesson here is about recognising that success is not a panacea for internal issues and an inner sense of lack. Now, success can cover issues up for a while, but when the glow fades, as it always does, the same issues will still be there in the background. So Caitlin talks about some of the events that she won on the way to winning decathlon gold at the 1976 Olympics, and then the realisation, once it was all over, that success was not the remedy it sometimes promises to be. In the 400 metres, so Fred Thompson who was on the American team right, with you, right. he said he normally used to beat you in the 400. On, the, yeah. on this day, you came burning out of the corner, absolutely took him apart, took everyone apart. I ran that race in my head for four years. Right. And my whole year of training was to peak on that day. And I had run that race in my head so many times. And in my head, I had run that second turn. I said, this is the way I'm going to run the race. Take off, accelerate as fast as I can to get to my pace, relax, Go down the back stretch at that pace. Don't lose it, but stay relaxed, relax, 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 relax. Go, 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 go. And as soon as you hit that turn, go. So my threat was just run the hell out of that turn. Just treat it like an open hundred. Yeah. You know? And I came off the turn. <laughs> And I couldn't see anybody around me. I wasn't going to look back. I didn't care. It's only my time I'm trying to get. And I kept waiting for somebody to go, you know. And nobody did the whole way. And uh, I got to the finish line, and I wanted to run 47.5. And I ran 47.51. I mean, that speaks to the power of sort of visualization. And 
And, you had, and yeah. practicing in your mind like that. So you had practiced it in your mind and then produced it exactly as you... As I planned it. I considered the competition 80% of mental challenge. Really? Okay, 20% of physical challenge. Training is 80% physical, 20% mental. You just do it, do it, don't even think about it. Do it, do it, train, train physically. But then it jumps around when you get into competition. It's a mental challenge. And I, I look at every athlete in two ways. Um, there's the athletic body, which is the physical aspect of sport. Um, either you got it or you don't got it. Simon, I can't make you a, a 9-8, 100-meter sprinter. Not with these hips, no, no. No, it just, I, it just physically, it's not there, okay? Not there for me either, I couldn't run that fast. Um, but then there's the mental side of sport, doing the right thing, mentally doing the right things, you know, pushing yourself, knowing how to work out, knowing when to go hard, knowing when to rest. Then you get in the competition and um, <clears throat> coming up with performances when you have to. So day one, you, you knew it was in the bag. You didn't sleep a huge amount that night. You, no. You didn't. Plus it rained. Yeah. All so did that not worry night. you? Because the next event's the hurdles oh. on day two. Of course. I was petrified of that. Wake up the next morning, look out. It's not raining, but it's solid overcast. All I want to do is survive. I don't even care what my time is, okay? I just want to live through this. I want to live through getting through the night and getting through the hurdles. And... Uh, well, when I ran it, I just stayed on my toes, stayed on those bikes, and just got down there, leaned at the tape, and I had such a sigh of relief yeah. um, that I got this thing going again. Okay, I made it through the night. I made it through the hurdles. The last four events are my best events. Yeah. So you rocked through the discus, the pole vault, which is your favorite event, the javelin. So 1500, the last event. The last one. And you can see this in 10 for gold. You, you can see the, the, the lip wobbling. You could see of you course, were upset. Yeah. So you were, you were crying before the race set off. I was getting pretty cheery because it was the last hundred meter, or the last 1,500 meters of my life. At this one, uh, which was gonna be my last 1,500 meters, I was certainly not gonna run it slow, okay? <laughs> I didn't run 70 miles a week to run the 1,500 meters slow, okay? But on the other hand, I had already won it. I was in the lead going in. You know, I could have been 100, 150 points behind most guys and I'd still be able to win just by running a really quick 1500. It was already done. Last thing I want to do is go over 8,600 points. And if I just had, I didn't even have to run my best time, just a good time, I would go over 8,600 points because I wanted to be the first guy to do that and then walk away. And uh, so I decided I'm going to go out kind of slow and then pick the pace up on the third lap. And then at 300 meters to go, just whatever you got left, wide open. And if you watch the video, as soon as I look and see the time, it was one second slower than my fastest time ever at that point in the race with 300 meters to go. <laughs> I said, here it goes, baby. <laughs> Put it in the next gear and just boogie down the back stretch as hard as I could. Got into the turn and in my head, I'm thinking, Remember this moment. Remember it. I looked up in the stands, like taking little snapshots of everything that was going on around you, uh, running as hard as I could. But, and I said, remember, as you come off the turn with the last 100 meters to go, remember what that looks like, because it's going to be over with in just a second.
there you are in this wonderful moment, basking in the glory, you get your gold medal. Next day, you're there and the thought is in your head, what next? The thought next morning, because I still had all these issues and a, a lot of the training and was really running away from a lot of the issues I had. Um, and I remember getting up the next morning, didn't have a stitch of clothes on, walk into the bathroom, metal sitting there on the table, put the metal around my neck, look in the mirror and go, what have you just done? Well, I mean, it's great. What have you just done? Am I stuck with this person the rest of my life? Did you build up this character so big that you're stuck with them for the rest of your life? You know? And, you know, there was so much more to me, so many other things that I was dealing with. Um, I, I, it's, it was scary, mm. you know, that maybe I'm stuck with him now. Mm. Yes. Now, so after the Olympics, obviously we, we know about the, the Wheaties, which is big here, it's not big in the UK, so you, <laughs> and you in, I mean, incredible hot property, so there was some really nice quotes, the one was, uh, I'm going to do it from memory, roughly, oh, rough, please do, please rough, do. roughly oh, something give it like, to me. So, Come on, Simon. so high up on the pedestal that it would take a crane to get you off. Yes. Hollywood, <laughs> handsome, all these kind of things. Mm -hmm. I mean, Christ. Actually, you. I did screen test for Superman. I know you almost, did. almost got the job. I didn't even know if I wanted to do it. I thought it was too big a, you know, here I was suffering from all the issues I was having and, and talk about a strongman image going out and winning the games and going from that and playing Superman. Uh, that was, I think, a little bit too much macho for me. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if, <laughs> it kind of really, really scared what if, me. What if they had said, we want you? Well, one thing I have, Proven over the years, Simon. I can be bought. <laughs> Can't we all? Probably so. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, you would too. You'd play Superman yeah, if they're for enough money. Of course money. I would. Of course you, you would. Have done it for free. Thank you for listening to this bite-sized episode of the Life Lessons Podcast. If you'd like to get in touch, please do so via my website, simonmundy.com or at simonmundy on social media.